0: Hello, and welcome to Confidently Wrong, a show by regular dudes talking with confidence about content we have no right to speak about with any kind of authority, but do it anyway. I'm Wesley Nakamura, and as always, I'm joined by Mike Smith, award-winning director Brian Redondo, and Savon Jones, aka Captain Vani. This is episode 26, and on today's show, Wesley outs himself as a Zelda noob Brian gets immersed in the Invincible comics, and we react to the new Star Wars animated series, The Bad Batch. I'm confident that it's going to be the best show you've ever listened to, and well, hey, if it's not, you can always ask us for a refund. <laughs> If the Knicks are really good, the whole media landscape is just going to go so nuts. Like it already is, man. It's but it's going to go page more page
1: news. All the commentators are talking about it. Yeah, he he made an extra like 950k for making the All Star team and another 950k for making the playoffs.
0: Ooh, wow.
1: those are nice sweeteners for him. But back to your original point, yes, the whole media landscape is going to go nuts because every single national broadcaster is connected to New York somehow. And a lot of them, not, not just connected to New York as a region where they live, they were, they're connected to the New York Knicks. Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy were both prominent Knicks. And Mike Breen is is our home announcer. <laughs>
0: For real? <laughs> yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, I Mike love so Mike oh, So every not, bang that that's... he says, that's straight out of New York, man. So I wanted to go back to our show that we just um, just put out, uh, in which we talked about what we're loving. We also um, found out that Savon has questionable choices. Mike completely roasted him, turned him to a nice crispy... Uh, pork rind here so um you could probably <laughs> cook that in the wild <laughs> <laughs> well so one of my updates is that after this whole discussion i was like you know what this game sounds great i'm gonna try it out you know e- despite mike's misgivings about whether i would actually like it or not um i got i got bk to uh to borrow me a switch or to, to lend me his switch thanks for the show and then yeah, yeah friend out. of the show bk could, couldn't have made this happen without him and then I went to Best Buy and bought Breath of the Wild. It's on sale for forty seven bucks. That's, that's a good deal. for a Switch games. Yeah, deal. for we real. Never like, their stuff yeah.
2: Sale. Hey, uh-uh. I got a deal. I love getting deals. I'm pretty sure Smash Brothers Brawl is still full it's price. like Yeah, dude. It's <laughs> divide three
1: hundred like, hours by
0: forty seven bucks. That's what you're getting. <laughs> BT Dubs, I also got It Takes Two, so I've started that with Jen. It's, it's a work in progress. Jen falls into the the pit a lot, and turns into confetti. But,
3: <laughs>
0: Breath of the Wild. No, no. Yeah, go ahead. you texted us all morning about. Breath yeah, of the
3: Wild. and and let's be clear. Let's be clear. This is a game we love, and it's it's beautiful and it's unique. But it's a game made for children. <laughs> and you are. And I'm what? struggling <laughs> with it, bro. Yeah, and you are having a hard time, Wesley. <laughs> this faced, is an all I was, ages game. I was sure. Wes put in our group chat that
0: <laughs> can somebody help me? And I was like,
3: <laughs> you specifically asked me, and I'm like, I'm oh, well, that's because I asked Brian already,
0: and he ignored me. So. I was like, oh, well, okay, the only okay. other guy I know. I was exercising. So
3: is, is that the strategy, Brian? I <laughs> just don't answer. Because
0: what happened was I'm just relaxing
3: with my girlfriend on the couch and I get a FaceTime yeah. from Wesley. He FaceTime me
1: too.
0: And he's just like, ignore,
1: this. straight ignore. Wes, figure it
0: out. It's I, an had spent, all I had spent ages Nintendo. Okay, game. wait, hold on. You made fun of <laughs> like, me for taking too long. <laughs> <laughs> you had taken, made fun of me for taking too long on just the beginning level. I had literally walked around for half an hour trying to solve this just like stupid bridge thing. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to ask for help at this point. It's just too long. It shouldn't be this hard. Someone probably knows I'm just doing something wrong. And, then, and now while, you're saying I shouldn't be. Well, now that we're on the, the FaceTime, he's just like, oh, is that metal? Because you could pick up metal. But I, I hadn't seen that before. There. That was the first time.
3: And he, he didn't see it. And then he was like, oh, actually, I don't need your help. And yeah, no, that's like, cool. Well, right, I got it. I'm glad I could.
2: I'm glad I could have been on this ride with you. It was <laughs> Straight out of the student's handbook of just. Oh, yeah. Do. Oh, so, there it I need, is. I need help. Oh, wait, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> as soon as you come over. Oh, I got it.
1: I thought Wes was already deep in the game or something because no, he, he also texted last night with some intro? screenshots. So I thought he was like in one of these temples, like further down the road. <laughs> that was the was opening. Struggling. The I think I said he was the opening. A puzzle. No, he hasn't left the intro. Yeah, the there's
3: intro there is one linear part of this game, and it's that first section. And we we just need to get you off there, and then we can get a full review. But right now, it's like. You're just yeah. stuck on the T- prologue, essentially. He's like, "This game sucks." Like, I just I don't finished know what's it going on. right before we Oh, on. you T- did! You got TBD off the plateau. West. Yeah, yeah. isn't it sick when you like glide off of it for the first time? And it's you're awesome. just like, "Oh no, go kill!" Ganon. It's such a good feeling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. You did text us. To be fair, like to give you credit, the first thing you texted us was that the game is beautiful. With like when it does yeah. the, the title zoom sequence thing. Tile.
0: Yeah. Oh man, even with the switch graphics. Yeah, the art style is really cool. <clears throat> Excuse me, the graphics. Are not that good, right? Like the textures and stuff like yeah. that, and yeah. the, the objects you're working with. But like the way that the characters are drawn is really cool. It's like that old, like when we used yeah. to call like cell shading. Cell shaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's pretty dope. I'm Oops. I'm liking it so far. I think the part that I'm struggling with is the part that you probably could have predicted. I struggle with is like there's just a lot that you can do, and I'm like just trying to figure it all out because there's not a lot of tutorial. Like the yeah. the, shr- <laughs> the beginning is obviously set up to be a little bit of a tutorial with how to do the runes, but all the all the stuff with like like you said the cooking mechanics and stuff like that it just took me a long time to figure out like what i'm doing and like you lose things cuz they like you said they break um, and then i'm like oh now i don't have this thing and i can't fight these little bad guys cuz i don't have any weapons anymore he literally does a reach if you try and and, yeah, and fight it's guys hilarious. with nothing. he does a yeah. reach and he's like oh nothing oh. here and you're like oh.
4: yeah
1: so you got to run away another beautiful detail in Breath of the Wild
3: Yeah, this is the. To be fair, that's why I thought you wouldn't like the game, just because it's like it's the equivalent of like us like you know arguing that the Mandalorian is bad because you're not getting like palpable immediate progress every twenty seconds. So I was like, I don't know (laughs) if like I don't know if like this open ended game is gonna like connect. There is. There is some yeah, just progress. Just turn on the on rails option, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> I need that. I need that. You could just,
0: you just watch. You put might the just bumpers watch on. on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it was good that you also told me that, that was going to happen, so I could go in knowing that. Like, and I'm more patient with it. Like, that's why it took yeah. a really long time in the beginning because I'm just like, well, I'll just keep walking around. I'll explore. It's fine. But after half an hour of walking around and. And I kept running into cliffs that I couldn't pass. And I was like, okay, I've been walking around yeah. this stupid map forever. Like, there's got to be something I'm missing. So that's when I started to call you.
3: The plateau is like the only time in the game where there's like limits. Otherwise, okay. it's like if you want to climb something, you you can't give oh, okay. limits with stamina. But the plateau is the only time where it's like you just got to do what we're telling you for like two hours and then you're good to go. Yeah.
1: I, that's I mean, the do other it? thing. You, you haven't played a Zelda game before, right? No, never. So you're right. And I don't think you play a lot of RPGs, so no. yeah, the intro is going to take a couple hours. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, like, and I also had a problem, they have like different category for food versus cooked food, and like that was messing me up for a while because I was like, how- <laughs>
3: Again, designed for children.
0: This is where it's not fair enough. <laughs> like, come on, bro. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you can
0: eat the raw meat,
1: Wes, if that's what you're worried about. There's no salmonella yeah. in the game. Yeah. Well,
0: you know me, I like to maximize things, right? I'm a maximalist, so I knew, or I figured out, or it told you- I'm that sorry, you're a it. what? Like a maximalist, right?
2: Someone, someone who likes to min max. I thought you were a maskist,
0: not a maskist. But no, you, he's a
2: sweat lord. That's what he's trying to say. <laughs>
0: well, I was just like, if you cook it, What's it's the meta. Like, it, the game tells you if you cook things, you get like more points yeah. out of it, right, or yeah. more health out yeah. of it. So I'm like trying yeah. to cook everything instead of keeping it raw um don't get bogged down that's
3: the yeah, thing just like overthinking
2: it yeah just yeah. just
0: like vibe man just
3: really just do whatever you want it's well, like you can get only, through okay. it without maximizing whatever okay what that's did, good what, to know well do?
0: because last week you said inventory management is like a big deal and like with you run weapons because they break but like okay, right. food like your beer
3: eventually it'll just be like oh this is really annoying like eating raw meat let me cook some but like don't like grind it's like not it shouldn't be a grindy game yeah okay well you can also
1: play the whole game with nothing in your inventory
3: yeah i've seen like someone beat it with like a stick yeah it's crazy all right are you someone that like, do you, are you like a completionist when it comes to open world games? Like, do you get irritated if you don't do everything? And like,
1: Yeah, I remember when we were talking about Last of Us Part 2 and, oh, <laughs> and you had to go
3: and you were reading the guy. He did it's like not a not whole grid walk yeah. to
1: search every single nook and cranny of that game.
2: Do y'all not do <laughs> That's not that? It's that? not like, an open world. You do that? I mean, open world games, I like to explore but not like not now. Like no, this level. is not yeah okay not, yeah well, just, also like i have
3: to, oh, what if, what if
0: i miss something that i need later and i can't go back the game is about game having fun bro to that like thing. it's not like, no it was good that you told me to do that cuz i am not like there was this group of bad guys that i couldn't really fight like they just they killed me a couple times in a row and i was like all right well clearly i'm just not ready for these guys so i'm just going to keep going so
4: yeah yes yeah, so it was <laughs> good that, that you told up me till that too 5 a.m. i can't beat these guys
0: You know, it is not meant don't
1: FaceTime me
0: (laughs) this game that you love. You're not even going to help me. You're not going to share in that joy. So what? uh, So one to ten right now, what would you give it? I don't think I I feel like because I'm pretty early in it. Right. So I just are you enjoying
3: yourself? Are you like, oh, I want to get back into it and play it later.
0: Yes, I I am enjoying it. I'd say it's up there, you know, at the top or ends of the numbers or whatever in the grades. The thing that I was telling you, I was struggling with because I play so many play or I've only played PlayStation games for the past 10 years. The control scheme is like messing me up so bad. The select and jump and is all different. And my brain's not wired that way right now because I play so much Apex. You'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I figure I'll get it eventually. But when
3: you hit those perfect dodges in that game and then just.
4: Uh, We don't even have dodges yet.
3: Good feeling. No. But when you dodge and counter slash. Oh, yeah. Anyway, okay, I'm excited for us. I'm, I'm excited to hear more updates.
0: All right, I'll just, just want to a FaceTime, you. as Brian said. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, you Send guys need me. You want to hear about it, but you don't want to hear about it. Maybe write a <laughs> postcard. <laughs> <laughs> Come be good. Um, also, word out to the viewers last week I said that I was enjoying Mighty Ducks Game Changers, and the first four episodes still stand up. They have since released a few more episodes. And they are not good. And by the time we got to last week's episode, I was like, this is horrible. And I've stopped watching. They released another episode yesterday, and I didn't watch it. And I'm not going to watch it because that episode was so bad. I was just like, "This is I can't watch this anymore. So don't watch Mighty Ducks. Sorry, Disney. You can take away our sponsorship money now. That's it. That's all. It's just a warning to everybody out there. You do not need to watch Mighty Ducks. Alexis, bad recommend. I'm not surprised. You know,
1: I think the original warning was seeing that the show was called Mighty Ducks. <laughs> yeah, honestly, dog. <laughs> That's all we needed yeah. to know. Don't yeah, pretend like you didn't
0: enjoy I... Mighty Ducks as a kid. Yeah, yeah as a as kid. a what? <laughs> Brian, did you have an update for us?
1: My update, other than the fact that I'm I'm watching the Knicks game as we're recording this, <laughs> so don't mind me if I'm a little distracted or if I <laughs> what's the score? Suddenly knock over everything. Uh, they are by. <laughs> Eight, I think, at the end of the quarter. Anyway, okay. uh, My update is that I time capsule.
0: People in the future will know the answer, and you will not in the show, and they will know something that you do not. It's gonna be great. Oh my goodness!
1: That that's that's where uh, tension and suspense comes from. Learn that from (laughs) Alfred Hitchcock. Moving on,
4: uh, another award-winning director (laughs) in addition to Brian. You might have heard of
1: him. Uh, so, uh, after, after we wrapped up season one of Invincible and always
0: wrap it up, ladies and gents. I think
1: all of us here agree that (laughs) the wrap up was, was very satisfying Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, knowing that there's going to be season two and three and that there's so many threads to go through, I completely caved earlier this week and I bought, I bought the comic books. I bought bought all of them. What's that? I bought, yeah, yeah. I bought, <laughs> I bought like a compendium that collects like the first hundred twenty-four issues or something of this comic series, uh, which I didn't realize uh, debuted back in like two thousand one or something like that, mm-hmm. okay. and it ran for fifteen years or something. So pretty, pretty crazy. It's, it's a very extensive universe. Oh, I thought this um, was
0: like a, a like a limited series kind of run. Like how no, Watchmen was. There
1: are three of these compendium volumes for the entire series, right? So we're t- we're talking about like 500 issues all together, something oh, something God like damn. that. Ooh. So it, it's quite a bit of content. Um, <laughs> quite I, a bit. <laughs> I, I read the first volume, and quite I got to tell you, it does not disappoint, and it <sighs> is, it is like effing good in its own way. It's a little bit different. Savan is absolutely cheesing right now. <laughs> he, he's gonna he's gonna get on this bandwagon.
0: Yeah, I thought you didn't want spoilers. What changed your mind? So I was having a really rough week at work.
1: What uh, was me? And I I just went down this rabbit hole, procrastinating, looking at like comic books, and I dropped like two hundred dollars on comic books. I was trying to figure out oh. like, oh, what are what what are all like the hot comics right now? Because I I haven't been reading comics since in like five. Seven years or something like that. So I was trying to figure out what's all the hot things, and I was like, okay, I'm kind of into this. I'm kind of into this. I'll buy this. But I kept thinking, like, man, I really just want Invincible, though. That's that's the real reason why I want to do right now. So I'm just gonna buy. <laughs> yeah, Invincible. Right Savan <laughs> is like.
3: so <laughs> hey, like. I hope I hope your robe is
1: covered. So right into this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude. Just, that's too much, man.
3: I'm a little scared. <laughs> does okay, the the question I have is does the com is does the show follow the comics? Is it like the same same stuff?
1: It it is very similar in the dynamics and you know, sort of like Invincible coming to terms and and coming to terms with his abilities and maturing and stuff like that, but the comics move a lot slower actually. Hmm. Um and and they uh they also so like they're, you know, There's no big reveal at the end of the first issue about what's going on with Omni Man, Hmm. Um, and that whole story thread has not even been hinted at. Uh, And and through the first
0: volume
3: of like through the first volume, how many many comics is a a volume? I'm sorry.
1: So I'm reading the compendium, which is a collection of like a bunch of volumes, right? So the first volume is just four or five issues. So the the Uh. the main plot in that story arc is completely something different didn't appear on the show at all amber is not in the comic at all not yet um but it's still, it's still got the same the other cast of characters you know the uh, teen team and, and uh yeah the whole omni man explosion. the guardians of the globe not introduced yet um so so i'm pretty excited because i'm getting like different storylines now with the same characters that i already love um and so they're you know they're out exploring things that I don't think are going to get touched upon in the show at all, uh, so I'm feeling good about that.
2: Yeah, okay, I got some questions real quick.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> go for it. Go oh, he, he brought the low baritone out too, so he could ask this yeah, question.
2: Actually, though, no. no, but um, I guess my question was because I'm in a, I was in a similar boat of you as I really wanted to wait. And watch it and not just read through it. But the, I didn't realize it was that much content. If it's that much content, I'm 100% going to read it now.
4: Ooh.
2: Yeah, there's I, no what? way they're going to cover well, it. In well, the I show. don't get it. What's the logic there? It's just enough to, it, like, that's enough content to keep me occupied for, like, a decent enough amount of time to where I'm like, this is just worth getting into. Especially if the next season isn't going to be for, you know, Probably months a and months and months yeah. or, you know, even longer. So, like, what am I waiting for if. I know that there's literally hundreds of issues I can read. Like I can get into something like that, especially if I'm already satisfied with the quality of the show. I heard online similar to what you just said, Brian, that the pacing and how certain things are like the order of different stories is kind of mashed up a little differently. So that's going to make it to your point. I I don't know. That makes it different enough to where I'm like, okay, well I'm not just reading season one. I'm actually getting something fresh and it's a lot of content. And you know, I even read that the creator made it clear that he didn't like certain things that he did when he was writing the comic and wants to rectify that with the show. So knowing that they're going to basically knowing he's going to clean up his ultimate vision in the show and I get to still see this, which is going to, you know, it seems like if that's the case, they're going to be, you know, almost like the two full Metal alchemists where it's like they're they're similar, but they're not they're different, but they're not. Oh, they're the same, but they're not, and I'm totally like that's different enough to where I don't feel like the show is getting spoiled for me if exactly they clearly are just doing stuff differently and and whatnot. So, I'm uh, and uh, you know, so did even you like the, the first art? Like, is
0: that what we're saying here?
2: <laughs> Did you like no. the Snyder
0: Cut? Is that what we're saying here? We're advocating for more Snyder Cuts in the world?
3: Well, actually, this, this show is is on books as supporting <laughs> bad, Snyder the, cut. the pro- Spider-Verse. I'm <laughs> oh, not Spider-Verse. Snyder-Verse. Snyder-verse. No, we've moved beyond the Snyder Cut. We, we got that. We've achieved
0: that. <laughs> now we want the whole universe.
3: Is this I, convenient
2: to bootleg? I, just
0: to be clear, I am protesting that. I do not agree with that sentiment. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'll figure it out. I'm going to read it that's awesome so, well so you, i mean one of the advantages there right is you get like brian said you get more of the like fulfilled like kind of side story, not side stories you're, you're getting different stories different like interactions that aren't in the show because the show is so much shorter yeah um mm-hmm. you're getting to explore more it's why people like the star wars novels and stuff you get to explore more of the star wars mm-hmm. universe i mean
3: and the comics reason. and the yeah. star wars comics mm-hmm. they didn't put a comics, but mm-hmm. i didn't know this comics are expensive yeah. Oh, yeah, comics that, are that's notions, crazy.
2: Bro. Why is it so expensive? Because there's art and printing and writing? Like, It's a picture it's book. Ink. Yeah, but it's lots of ink and printing and what? writing and people got to get ink? paid, Mike. Why are movies so book. expensive? It just you takes do know that ink
0: is expensive pictures you? and you point a camera and it's just, it's easy. <laughs> point a microphone at them, Mike.
1: <laughs> Pay my day rate, Mike. <laughs> Pay my day rate.
0: <laughs>
2: Facts. No, I mean, no, yeah, but no, I agree, though, because it's the same reason, you know, uh, it's the same reason... I got into Game of Thrones and I finished season three and then I just started the books and then I got ahead in the books and I knew what was going to happen with the show after a while, but it didn't matter because even though I knew the rough outline of it, still just seeing the the differences between the visual media and the inner monologue, it's still two distinct enough experiences to where I'm enjoying both for different reasons. So hopefully the comic will give me something similar where, like the comic isn't going to have the like God-tier it. voice work, you know? Yeah. But the comic... Like but the comic has a bunch of other cool stuff that clearly is going to be cool. Well, with now the story when you're reading it, you're going to hear not. the actor's voice in your head. Well, that's kind of cool, though. Which Think. is cool. awesome. Think because Mike.
0: I already like them. Yeah, yeah. that the voice actors are awesome. Um, well, I was going to say maybe Game of Thrones was going to be my like counter example, where actually the show very much followed the storylines in a, in a lot of big ways, but. You're great. I mean, it did did
3: kind of... Until they ran out of books and then they also ran out of desire to make the show.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but even, like, quality of the show stuff aside, like, the books, even when they were, like, adapting straight from the books, there were still some pretty significant differences and conversations and character interactions that were added for the show or, like, you know, inner monologues are just never going to be in a TV show, so... Nor should they be. Like, regardless of whether you like the two things or not, it was still... Two very distinct experiences. Liking I think the awesome Game of awesome Thrones thing. TV show is not an opinion; it's a <laughs> fact that it's bad. <laughs> I mean, I still enjoyed it. I just, I mean, it wasn't a good ending, but I still enjoyed it as a whole. Yeah, there's still lots of things I enjoyed. If confidently, not the visual spectacle, Confidently the
3: wrong supports the spy, the Snyderverse and does not support
2: the Game of Thrones ending. By the way, that's George that's George R. R. Martin's fault. By the way, just to be clear, what? Psh, oh. he he might have did it intentionally the first three the first three seasons they were adapting the books that's what their job was the content and story is here adapt and then he didn't finish his own books and then instead of giving them content to adapt he just gave them a loose outline that they had to fill in that is two very different jobs no but there is there is such
3: a significant drop even in the last few seasons like when they were still writing this stuff by themselves like come on now
2: Yeah, I think all of that. I think the root of that was, hey, they don't have an effing book to draw from.
3: No, is that they wanted to finish it and go make their Star Wars trilogy, (laughs) which which they didn't even heat it out from under them. Yeah, I think
2: I think I think it can be a little bit of both. I I can agree that they lost. Oh, you think you
3: think it could be a little bit of both? Shocking. I mean, we can agree that. I mean, I can agree that you know we can. You're not wrong
2: though. Like you're right. They did get lazy in that sense. It fell off a cliff. But I think George R. R. Martin not finishing his own books that they're drawing from doesn't help that situation. But did he do that
1: intentionally?
2: We don't to even know how the books, books
1: end. They don't books. end. That's the.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: the, the, me and you, Savan. I mean, we right.
2: love the. I love the middle ground. Seeing the end. Seeing the both sides. Man, I love it. Look, George R. R. Martin wrote himself into a corner, and now he doesn't want to put his book out. And then everybody else, even with their own laziness and flaws,
0: he was probably
1: scared by the reaction of the last. Of, season the, yeah, like Thrones.
2: what do you do now? Like he
1: doesn't want to get murdered.
0: Finish well, now he knows book. what not to do, at least. Um, let's go to our main topic of this show, which is now probably going to be shorter than the opening <laughs> of our show, uh, which was just, that was just be, us like, whining yeah, for I 30 know. minutes. Our, our which, updates like, here. I'm always here for, but. You know, it, according um, to our planning, it was supposed to be two to five minutes. We, <laughs> we nailed it, guys. Oh, I we read that as it. 25. <laughs> <laughs> so Disney has released The Bad Batch. Um, or I guess Star Wars, as Lucas has released The Bad Batch, but it's all the same now. Um, Mike, can you give us a? Well, first of all, I want to say this: I'm loving this show so far. Oh, Three episodes yeah. have been released. Um, yeah. And Mike, can you give us a non-spoiler preview for those of us, who, those people out there who haven't seen it?
3: So The Bad Batch follows a group of clones. It's kind of like you know, like an old. I don't know, Brian, I don't know what the, the, the film term is for like that kind of movie where it's like a group of like an the Dirty Luffy. Dozen or whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's like, you know, Dirty Dozen is yeah, a group of ragtag. Movie. Yeah, like war movie. Yeah. They are a group of defective clones. You know, So it. they were introduced in season seven of The Clone Wars. So The Clone Wars was canceled on Cartoon Network. Then Disney bought Star Wars and then they revived The Clone Wars. So they did an arc on The Bad Batch um and it was pretty cool so now what the show is is interesting is that it's the first episode starts and this isn't a spoiler because it's in the it's in the trailers and it's kind of the whole thing but the the first episode episode shows order 66 when all the at the end of the clone wars when all the jedi are killed and darcy is you know aka captain Vonnie. um takes over and kills everybody. So now these clones don't have the chip in their head that causes them to to turn on the Jedi. So it's this whole story of kind of them, you know, fighting against the odds and, like, trying to figure out, like, what their place is in the Galactic Empire. But what's cool is that it's a time period that we haven't gotten a look into before. So it's immediately following episode three, and what I enjoy about it is seeing... It's. I think what the show will end is it's going to show the transition from clones to actual stormtroopers, which we're already showing. But it is a new period of time that we haven't seen in Star Wars. And I think that in between episode three and four is honestly my favorite time period. But the main thing for this show is it, it's Dave Filoni. So da- out of all the Star Wars stuff, Filoni is monk. <laughs> exactly. Same level of quality there um so it's just like the animation is just so far and above like any star wars stuff that's been done like it's clearly like it's telling a story and that's always been dave Filoni's thing like telling a well-crafted story and and the bad batch does that excellently so it's like you don't really need any other star wars to enjoy it but it's just it's just really quality it's it's cool it looks great the voice acting
0: is good and it's just a good show awesome so if you're out there and you're like, oh, I don't know about that, I, I think we'd all recommend or me and Mike at least seem like we we're all... going to recommend you check it out. Um, all right. Let's get into some spoilers then. So if you haven't seen the show and you don't want spoilers, maybe turn this off and come back when you've seen it. Um, if you guys, don't want to just waste your time, turn this off. and. <laughs> uh, I feel like there is a noticeable step up in quality in terms of like the acting, the story writing, the dialogue compared to Clone Wars. Um, and especially in the animation, the what they're doing with like lighting and character models has is, it seems like it's a step up. I, I'm not an expert in any of those things, but it just from the layman fan point of view seems much, much better. Not much, be- it it's better. it's very similar to season seven.
3: So the okay. Disney season of Clone Wars, but it's my like the early seasons of Clone Wars when it was on Cartoon Network, it's rough. So this one is way better. It was also uh, okay, 10 okay. years okay. ago.
0: Yeah. But it just seems like they yes. got way more budget to throw more animators oh. and more, oh, yeah. you know, processing power at this. Um, it gets better. Do you guys like, feel from season like one to now it just got yeah. better over time
2: each season. Yeah.
0: So, you guys don't feel like this is a noticeable step up from maybe how Clone Wars sort of finished its run because I'm only I'm just starting season.
2: No,
3: five I mean now. it's a little more cinematic. Like I think I don't I don't know if you can call it cinematography in. Sure, animation, but yeah, absolutely. Yes, okay, yeah. That is a step up. Like it's really Mm -hmm. well crafted, and there's a lot of shots that are like clearly like it just seems like way higher quality than what we've seen in animation before from Star
1: Wars. They got that Mandalorian budget. It feels like money. So
3: that now the question I think that suggests itself is that Savan, you were not into this at all. I tried to. I you only watched this, I believe, because it was essentially for this show. I had been trying to get you to watch it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So then both of you, like what are your as someone that was had their arm twisted into watching it, what are your thoughts?
1: Brian, you wanna go first? I, I never watched Clone Wars,
3: so maybe you should go first.
2: Yeah, so And that's my- well
3: before you go, like that's kind of I think what the, the difference like Savon is coming at it from like a big Star Wars lore fan, and Brian you're coming at it from like an actual cinema guy.
2: Yeah, so I think Originally, when they were introduced in season season, ah, season seven, I just wasn't a fan of the concept of them because it just felt very cliche of, oh, we're these ragtags and we don't play by the rules. And <laughs> they have this John Rambo looking homie with a knife. And you got it's like a kid's D&D party or like you are the Halo only person I know that calls Rambo by his full name. Every time you say John
3: Rambo, like I, mean, I think you're talking about like a basketball player or something. <laughs> oh. No, it's not right this
2: john i'm saying the dude the two kind of jonathan rambo, rambo the and he running at, run at George with a knife i'm like you serious b and then he got this big <laughs> dude like it's like a children's group of archetypes oh we have the tech nerd who overuses words and your cold sniper and your <laughs> ba- billy bad with his knife and your big and then echo is the you know so it's like cool that just wasn't in, that just to me that just felt very try hard honestly it didn't feel genuine trite
3: perhaps
2: i don't know what the word trite means (laughs) okay it's cliche anyway could you tell me what it means can you i mean i google us we're gonna i'm not i'm not about to do this just tell me what the word
3: means (laughs) i can add it to my vocabulary all right trite means um overused and consequently of little import lacking originality or freshness then yes, right. that is exactly Confidently
1: how Confidently wrong. The yeah, more I, you I, that know. Is, <laughs> 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 well, no,
2: that, that's how I felt. And I'm like, oh, we got reinforcements. What? Where's our army? Oh, it's five guys. I'm like... So right Seriously? now you're talking about your impression of their first arc in the Clone Wars season. Yes. So my introduction to their character already was just like I'm rolling. I literally was rolling my eyes immediately. I was not impressed. <laughs> I was not like engaged. And I I'd, I'd we agree the arc is lower quality than the show. I mean, but it wasn't even about the arc. It was just to me, the characters like it didn't matter if you put them in a good arc. I just don't care about these characters. So now so, that you've seen them I've in the new one. series. In episode episode one. one, to be fair, is 75 minutes. Yeah, and I watch yeah, yeah, no, it's a movie. And I watched the whole thing. And I'm glad I'm glad it was long. Cause that gave me time to really come with like have a formulated opinion. Cause like it's not just 20, 30 minutes. It's like, oh, I got yeah. seventy-five of them joints. Uh <laughs> the writing what? Who counts minutes
0: individually?
4: <laughs> Whatever. Look,
2: the production value through the roof, the shots and cinematography, like you mentioned, I love that. In that sense, I was drawn in. I have to admit, they did a The writing and, like, the plot and how they're doing it is just much more impressive than what I thought it would have been. And I think that's where I had some... I'm glad that I was wrong. Hunter was probably my least favorite, and they've done a job of making me actually kind of feel like, okay, he actually has a personality outside of just being generic badass clone guy with a hair, you know, with a full head of hair. (laughs) (laughs) And the direction that they went with your boy... um, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting names. He's the sniper. Crosshair. Crosshair, Crosshair. Crosshair. yeah. The, the no. direction that they went with Crosshair was probably what made me realize, oh, okay. I, I still am not crazy about the characters, but the writing and the plot and the conflicts and they're setting up and how they're executing it is well done enough to where I want to watch more of this show. I'm not, I'm not interested in Omega at all. But again, this is going to be a case of, all right, this is a lot of characters I don't care about. What can y'all do to make me care? It, my hope is that the writing and story, just how they put together the story, is good enough to make me do so. But I feel like maybe it's how Brian felt with Mandalorian of like even if all of this is well produced, if I just don't like the main character, yeah. it's hard to yeah. be con- or like it's how I felt about like The Office. Like so, we'll see. Um, <laughs> Always ragging on The Office. I like, don't like The Office. It's a it's an amazing show with great production and writing. I don't but love Michael the Scott either. is such a bad character that I can't watch that show. Oh
1: my god, he's the best character.
2: I just don't enjoy him i him, I just don't enjoy him i don't know how else to put it when he all talks right. when he does things i'm just like i'm not enjoying what i'm seeing wow but everyone's <laughs> how, diff- how, it, like, how can you
3: it. how can you possibly be someone like out here on the mobile dating apps if you don't like the office <laughs> makes my life <laughs> who will easy. understand all of the reasons. yeah is that like a filter on like uh, <laughs> tinder or whatever like can't like the office Savon, your opinion and, and my esteem just
1: went down just a little bit. <laughs> Wait,
3: what'd I say? <laughs> you don't like The Office? You don't like Michael Scott? Michael it's a Scott good show. It's a funny one of show. The greatest I just hate television
1: Michael. characters of all do time. Do
3: you hate him or do you think it's a bad character? Both. He's hilarious. I don't no, think he's funny. He can't get just, ahead of himself.
2: Everyone else is funny to me. He's just not funny. I just don't I like when he's around. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised you don't like it, Wes. Like, Stamping on that one. It's
3: supposed like the character's supposed to make you uncomfortable. It's meant, yeah, it's yeah, intentionally cringy.
1: Um, the Bad Batch, on the other hand, not intentionally cringy, but, <laughs> but is it cringy nonetheless? Maybe a little bit. I don't know, guys. <laughs> I don't know. I I was really into the premise. Um, unlike unlike Savan, even though it is a little cliche this you know this ragtag motley crew of of uh of uh soldiers that you you can't control the, the dirty dozen or whatever i was i was into it i i like that um even though it is, it is like a throwback or whatever it's it's playing it's playing into a genre i'm cool with that and i think star wars as a franchise could do more to have like you know wacky characters like like I, I just find them a lot more interesting than you know like obi-wan kenobi or yeah maybe or maybe anakin like, skywalker in the Jedi prequels or, just
3: like yeah. yeah
1: i will not have emotion do not have yeah. like <laughs> don't give me that shit wasn't <laughs> like, it so bold to make people.
3: like the main characters in this whole franchise like their whole thing is like they don't care about stuff
1: Bold and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm kind of I'm kind of down with like the Bad Batch themselves. I I kind of don't understand why they're loyal to each other and, and that kind of thing. I have no idea why they felt brothers and like needed arms. to go back <laughs> and get Amiga, but Omega. And I, I guess weird, yeah. those those sort of things were I don't know established in, in Clone Wars. I guess um,
4: no,
2: they weren't. No, no, no there was a lot not, of not none of that they're. is. In the in the, sh- in the Clone Wars? No, in the show about why they went back to oh. Omega. They established why. Because
1: she's another clone that's like them, she, I guess. She's, yeah. a, she's, a,
2: she, she's specifically one of why the modified ones. don't they
1: give a, a f- about the other clones? <laughs> specifically <laughs> like, because on, it's a modified clone like them. Yeah,
2: they're, she's and then, like... They're, and clearly she's like different. I don't know. And so the, Comi- the people of Kamino have something. In, like She's clearly like them in some capacity of being yeah. a super mod clone.
3: People so, are like comparing it to like... Man, the Mandalorian and Baby. It's Zero, exactly like, like the Mandalorian.
1: Dynamic. I midway through the second episode, I think, when they crash landed on a planet and they're you know, they're running around in the dark and there's some monster out there. I was like, Oh my lord, this is second episode Mandalorian season two. <laughs> like, what the hell? Oh wait, oh that- Omega oh, is Grogu. <laughs> Why yeah. are they yeah. doing gonna, this again?
0: I think she's gonna have more of an active role than than Gro- Grogu did.
3: Can I make a? I I'm
0: mean, sure,
1: make... definitely. But the bones of it is still very similar. It's it's got this like pseudo Western vibe. Yeah. Uh, protect you know, the special
3: child. Protect the special yeah. child. Oh, what's that Let's movie? Crash um, land true in this Grit. Planet. Isn't True Grit like that?
2: True Grit is uh, like that. Yeah, but that's yes. a mailbag question too. I think we talked about. Yeah,
4: that's. Yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. it's it, a pretty yeah, common that trope. Does, um, that does go back to that question,
3: but this is the same
1: universe, and this, you know, the next. A uh, Disney Plus show in the same universe does the exact same trope. It's a little tired. I know the MCU also does the same trope. Oh my god, I'm a superhero. and I'm going to fight the villain version of somebody with my powers. Like that's dumb too. Uh, but
2: you don't like superhero mirror matches? Yeah. I mean, like, come on. I want to
3: make a prediction and then I want to like have it recorded because I think it's going to be true. I think Omega is going to be like force sensitive. I don't know. Like, it seems like they very much hinted at that, but like, kind of. But I think she's gonna have some kind of like force powers, and then it's
1: gonna. Oh, like, Grogu! I bet that's like it she connects she with she like had, she Grogu. She was shooting a blaster. She yeah. Like, oh, I never like used how are you before. so good at that? And she like, just, like knew when,
3: and she like was able to predict when like crosshair was coming and stuff. And like, okay. I think like they're gonna connect her with like Grogu going with Luke, and then something like that.
0: I don't know, like I. What like if Luke show? shows up in this show too? I yeah. Uh, I don't feel
3: as like driven by it as I did like the Mandalorian. Like I'm not like oh my god I'm into this, but like it has exceeded my expectations. And oh I yeah,
1: that, that's the other thing. Like I didn't love the Mandalorian, but I enjoyed you know watching it whenever it came out. Right, it, it was kind of like an event. It felt like yeah an event. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do and, they call it, like schedule viewing? Or something? Yeah, mm-hmm. appointment <laughs> viewing. Like What's the yeah, second time, cool, had to ask I, that I that always forget that. that I just term. cannot every remember time. that.
2: Every time, um, anyway,
1: and it's cool, right? Like especially in the Mandalorian and all the MCU shows, you get this sort of like high quality, you know, blockbuster movie type feel every Friday night. That's cool. In the Bad Batch, unfortunately, you don't get that high because it's not live action. And some, like even though I can tell that the animation and the art direction are really top notch, at the same time. They're doing it on a TV schedule and it's just a little off it's it's off enough that it kind of feels like a cutscene in a video game sometimes and I don't I don't like I can't get myself into the characters as much because of that.
2: Do you think that's because of it's maybe a more dated animation art style from the beginning because they're still yeah, using an yeah. art style? Is it like, dated? Do you think it? It yeah. feels dated. I mean, it's some people are like the char- Like some people might not be fans of the character models and like from the beginning, right? Even like when the show first came out, well, it doesn't matter how good the animation is. Wait till you see Clone Wars is. like season I mean, one and two because no, it's just like. Light I think I the know. fights look good. The fights look good. Fights but the, look
1: good. the character models are very Team America. You know, that line, <laughs> those that are p- literally puppet Bird style. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think they were meant to look like puppets. It's an exaggerated CG. Style. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the one thing is... they're doing differently
3: now is like the shading on the skin. Like that, I don't think they even did that in season seven of The Clone Wars. Well, like it, it almost looks, looks, looks like it's like painted, but like, it looks like purpose. pop? Like what do you call that? You know what I'm saying? Like, a, no. I guess like cell shaded too, kind of. Yeah. I,
1: like I, I will lamps. say that the the lighting is very nice on the show. Yeah, and like the I appreciate and there's a lot of darkness.
0: Yeah. Hmm. So, for my two Clone War watchers, do you feel like having seen the Clone Wars, does it make this story richer or have more context? Or do you feel like it's really just like the story is able to stand on its own? I think it stands on its own.
3: Like, Echo being in it, like, Echo's a major character in the Clone Wars. And then, like, the end of the Clone Wars, like, in the Bat-Batch arc, is a lot of it is around saving Echo. Um, But other than that, like, and I don't even remember Echo, like, because there's so many clones, I can't remember each distinguish them but i really i think they've actually made an effort to make this standalone like i it's almost there's is not connected to other general star wars lore like the only like main character that factors into it is like sidious who's barely in the show um it's it's
0: actually kind of surprising how independent it is I, I've found it to be a little bit of a breath of relief that like it's not revolving around Dooku and Grievous. Well, they're both well, they're dead. I'm Spoilers
3: for a movie that's fifteen, 15 years, years old. Years old. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, but I mean like sync, You know, I'm in. I'm in just starting season five of Clone Wars, and like it's just everything is like Dooku Insidious, and Sidious, and yeah, I mean yeah. Dooku and Grievous, yeah. and Dooku and Grievous, and it's like, man, like. I'm just tired of these guys like just being omnipresent
2: but not actually in the show. But to answer the question, uh, it it does do a good job of being able to stand on its own. Standalone. I do think that there's are there are a few arcs from the show that again you don't need to have watched them to understand because they do a good job of just kind of doing. Um, they do a good storytelling to where you don't need to watch the whole arc. But the the inhibitor chip bit, I think, is. A cool arc to have seen and give it context to like the order 66 thing just because mm-hmm. that's clearly a driving force again you don't need to see that but when he had that line of good soldiers follow orders if you've seen clone wars you know that's one of the yeah. most haunting lines you could hear from a character is that like, something when i have seen that,
0: already i must not have been something i've seen already
2: um have you heard any mention of chips i mean it's I pretty st- it's pretty specific the it, 70s yeah, tv had. show but uh <laughs> erica but, strada yeah, so like this, so there's a few moments that maybe reference that were from Clone Wars. That again, you don't need those, but I do think there's a little bit of extra oomph to certain moments. Like again, him saying, if like your boy Crosshair saying that was like, oh no, what's going mm. on? Yeah, and that's a cool moment to make that a little bit richer, yeah. to tie it in a little bit. Yeah, that's just cool. because Brian, for context, you know, there's an entire inhibitor chip arc that explains why the clones even followed through with Order sixty six, and it's actually a big long conspiracy that's like very fleshed out in the show. So.
3: Kind of crazily fleshed out. Yeah, because it's it's at the end of the show, like Mm -hmm. as it was getting cancelled, and they Mm -hmm. did like three episodes on like really in depth, like like Jason Bourne kind of thing. Yeah. But it's a a cool idea. I like it. It
2: it it just gives a little bit of extra it gives you a bit more of a sense of just how big all of this is with yeah, the clones just yeah, all these characters you know. Hey, okay, cool, they're gonna just turn on you. So that context makes it nicer, but otherwise, I agree. You do not need to do any previous watching. Uh, Kendall watched it and he hadn't seen a lot of Clone Wars, so he didn't even know about the whole Echo bit. But that didn't really stop him from enjoying what they were trying—the story they were trying to tell. So why of is, the show? Why is Crosshair
1: the, the only one with an inhibitor?
2: So what they said was that all of them had inhibitors, but because I guess they're you know oh genetic situations that it yeah like canceled like them out, was, and then for Echo yeah, they made it clear he was experimented on, but for Crosshair. None of them didn't have them, but I think something to do with his brain or has, you know, his brain's a little different because of his abnormal skills. It affected how he you accepted know, how it. It made his chip his a brain bit more. It. Yeah, his, it, yeah, it was it wasn't totally non-functional relative to the others. So that was kind of where they went with that. But that entire bit I love.
0: All right. I have a question. This is going to Savon first. Savon, do you have any concerns about the show and where maybe it's going?
2: Bad Batch. Oh, I'm about to say. Yeah, <laughs> like, about not, not our show. So about this show. show. I, was <laughs> like, I was like, what the hell is this? Uh,
0: He's <laughs> like, I'm concerned about our direction and our editing. I'm and- like, are we doing this now?
2: And my co hosts. <laughs> and- <laughs> <laughs> and- <laughs> like, oh, boy. Uh, the direction of Bad Batch. I mean, I've only seen episode one. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm just curious to see what they do with it because I okay. feel like for a group of characters like that, there isn't really a happy ending for them. That's the mm. kind of the camp that I'm in, so I'm wondering if they're gonna Rogue One us. You know, that's by the way, that's gonna be the new thing that I'm gonna start using. I want that to catch on. Are they just, gonna Rogue right. wanting someone as does a bird? Does that just mean just killing all, all the mean? main characters? Yes, it's just like yeah, uh. we're just gonna kill everybody. Are they gonna Rogue One us? I don't know, but I'm for
0: everybody who hasn't seen Rogue One. I'm sorry, it just got spoiled. Sorry, spoilers, everyone. Dies. Four years old spoiler alert, guys.
2: Four, <laughs> older the man, movie huh?
3: four years old.
0: I don't
2: know how many years ago they come out. Long enough. More than. Four. Let's not. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, but um I'm I don't have any concerns about the direction right. of the show, but You don't have to make one up on the spot. No, 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 <laughs> but I do but I do I am curious about this character Omega because again, I said I'm not interested in her in the slightest. Would you uh, be if she had force powers? Not really what but like like that's a cool idea i hate but when i have a leading question and siobhan just doesn't answer it exactly no that. no
4: because um because i'm kind of with brian which like, is all the we've, time
2: we've done like star wars has done to death the whole unlikely force sensitive person because it was literally anakin luke baby yoda i'm like i get it there's force sensitive people out there who are the key to the galaxy like i can i get that but you know i'm gonna just give them a chance to tell whatever they want their story to be and so i'll go in with an open mind uh i like tarkin as a villain i've always liked him as a villain especially with how clone wars expanded him so they do a good job of taking background tertiary characters and putting them into the spotlight so i have faith in them i'll see what direction they go but i will be cautiously optimistic
1: yeah i'm with you man like Rogue One to me was the best Star Wars property since. Yeah. I, don't I don't think know, that's a hot since take since the, uh, the yeah, original trilogy, a, maybe since
2: Ep- since Revenge of the Sith. <laughs>
1: um and uh and they didn't touch Jedi's right like, <laughs> Jedi's weren't really a big well part of besides that at Vader all. in the end yeah, so I you know I would I would love if you know they just took the bad batch and they did their bad batch thing like I don't I don't need the Jedi at all. They kind of drag the stories
0: down, in my opinion.
4: Mm. Wow,
0: you're such a bad batch, Brian. Good job. All right, no, Mike. I'm with that. <laughs> Any concerns?
3: I don't know. I really t- trust Dave Filoni to like tell a good story. If nothing else,
4: I
0: think like it
3: could be corny and like maybe if it goes too hard in that. But at this point, like I feel like the man's resume speaks for itself. So like saying like I'm concerned about the quality of this, like for me. I don't think I could ever get to that point.
2: Well, here's one concern I actually have. I want to think about. Hit us with it. They're doing a good job of developing Hunter. I, I rock with that. Okay. How are they going to make the other Bat Batch members better than just being one-dimensional stereotypes? How are they going to make record more than just being a bruiser with a soft inside and tech just being, like, really, really smart? Like, that's cool to watch them in action. That's not cool to watch them character interact and hunter Hunter's gotten I, they like, like Hunter building. had good dialogue like he was like his whole thing with like crosshair and their like tensions that was great and I love that the other two are kind of just there which and again it's fun to watch them perform but I want to have them have more actual material to so I can learn about their personality rather than them just be the nerd and the brute and my fear is that they're going to do the thing where they develop someone and that's just they're setting you up to kill them which I'm not a fan of. I hate developing a character only to kill him to make you feel bad. I hope they don't do that, but that's my big thing. How are you going to make me care about the rest of the Bad Batch? You've made me care about Crosshair and Hunter. Make me care about the other three. I mean, Echo, yeah, I've but it's show, also so clear
3: care. like the show is going to be about Hunter and Omega
2: and like that dynamic.
3: But I think they're trying to like the way you do it with those is the minor characters, like you know, like you did in you know Civil War with. Bucky and Falcon you make their development just kind of be their relationship and we're seeing that with Echo and Tech and then Wrecker and I guess the kid as well
2: that's still my my big thing half of the Bad Batch I don't care about and that's kind of problematic yeah.
1: so let's see what they do hot take Wrecker is the best character
2: in the show
0: <laughs>
2: you know like you're like just I hoping say, they we'll don't see. become these like cardboard cutouts I don't, want yeah. to, like, I don't want them to flesh out the cardboard cutout just to burn it down all right. I want to no. hear. I
1: want to hear from Mike though. Like, as a big fan of Felloni and this this branch of Star Wars lore, like, where where is it gonna go for you? What what would like really just oh, give you the the biggest Star Wars boner?
4: <laughs> I I think.
1: And I love that. <laughs> Brian Star wants to hear Warner. from
3: me. No one, literally, no one ever wants to hear from me. I just have to interject. So, like, wow, really made my day there, which is great because I was just roasting married. Everybody, Mike, last married. week. I to an Anna, you know. So we also have <laughs> that in common. So you know. Anyway, um, I think for me, the actual story, like, I think the reason I love Star Wars so much is that for me, the actual stories have become like secondary to the world building, and I think that. Filoni thinks really deeply about the world building and he cares very much about it. And I think the story of the clones getting phased out for regular like enlistees, that's going to be really cool. So I think like if we don't get that in earnest, I'll be disappointed. But I do think he's chosen, he's shown specifically that he's able to tell intriguing stories that react organically to the world he's building so i think like
0: if we get to see put that, that on dave filoni biography dust jacket he's able <laughs> to i don't know what you said but it sounded poetic and it sounded like it Tombstone. was going on his autobiography his epitaph, hey man, oh my hey goodness. man shout me out filoni
3: anyway <laughs> if i love that i love the clones i love the transition from the republic to the empire like i saw a really funny reddit comment it was like you know it's like Palpatine really just had like massive amounts of logistics just ready to go, like right off the bat. Like they had that whole chip like card system like ready to go. And that's kind of cheesy, but like I love that. Like I think like seeing the world change from what have has been very disconnected and it's always just been implied, and to have those blanks filled in by someone that's arguably the expert right now in creating like meaningful Star Wars content, especially when it comes to building on the world. I think that is what I'm really looking forward to. And if we don't get that, I will be disappointed.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Mike, I'm excited because I feel like that you watch Rebels, huh? Oh, yeah. Doesn't Rex appear in Rebels? Yeah, Rex is so, a major character in Rebels. So one thing that kind of Rebels... Rex, maybe they- for those
3: listening that don't know, is he's a major clone in the Clone Wars who was yep. assigned to Anakin.
2: Yeah, uh, so but one thing... Rexplode if only no but one little thing i'm excited about is that they've clearly established that clones age uh normally like with rex having that full beard sometimes different versions and stories especially pre-disney clones age different rates since we kind of established clones age at a normal rate i'm really curious about the how they phase out the clones bit because like all right so they age normal so they don't just like die off like lemmings or like little short-lived animals so like all right, what's what's happened? What's up with this? How y'all do this phase out? Again, I'm just like, I, they might go in a really fun slash dark direction. I'm really excited. I hope so. I
3: think it'll. I hope it goes in a dark direction, which it's is guiding, like a, right. I think it will. I like, mean, we the, started off
2: with Order sixty six so exactly, like,
3: <laughs> which they did a good job of showing too. Like, and I think like that's also a good tell is like. And that's what's so cool about that because you don't need any background there to appreciate like that moment and what that means for everybody. And I think those two characters like did a really good job there. It was very similar to Fallen Order, which is a great game if you like video games and or Star Wars, but they do a good job with the world building and then using that moment as a focal point for the characters. So,
0: um, Friends, you should watch The Bad Batch unless you're Brian, then maybe you're not that into it. But everybody else keep watching it. All right. All right. But everybody else, I think you would enjoy it. I do think you don't like I'm not someone who's like deep into Clone Wars or anything. And I really found the first the first episode, especially to be really enjoyable and easy to get into. It didn't feel lost at all. And I have a terrible memory, so it's not like I had to require, you know, any kind of previous knowledge to to enjoy it. It was just a really solid watch. You can watch it on Disney Plus. They're releasing episodes weekly on Fridays. um, so make sure you check them out. It's pretty cool. Uh, friends, follow us on Twitter at confidently underscore pod and on Instagram, same handle. Um, leave us a comment. Tell your friends about us. We still need to get more exposure. Get us in front of more more eardrums. You know, in into the ear holes. Give us we five go. stars. Five stars. Only five stars. And
1: subscribe stars. Like and
0: subscribe. Do like and subscribe. We need the. Let's subscribes. do it. You can tell we're all very good at influencing here, guys. We know exactly what we're doing. So. You boys? <laughs>
2: hey,
0: that's the end of our show.
3: Do you have a, Do you have a mustache, Savant?
4: Yeah.
2: Does <laughs> it bother you, Mike?
0: No. no,
3: no, no. It yeah, because
0: he. Where you see him with the goatee? I'm, yeah. I'm
2: growing a Steve yeah. Harvey. <laughs>
1: yeah. i was gonna call you pornalicious but maybe steve Park is more accurate
3: why can't he be a white guy why can't he be like a burt reynolds or some shit like come Ooh, on
2: because well, no. because there are lots of prominent black men with strong mustache games who <laughs> i want to compare to before <laughs> burt reynolds I,
1: you know what i don't really understand who i thought was the same here.
2: person as billy bob thornton for like 15 years <laughs> which <laughs> I don't might know as, as, as well problematic, be problematic so but so you wouldn't be interested
3: in meeting either of them is what i'm hearing
1: can we talk about all the celebrities who we get confused with another celebrity like oh. me and anna were just talking about this she like for real thought helen hunt and Yes. Uh, who's yes. The, who's the woman from Silence know, of the Lambs? But I know who you're talking about.
3: Oh, uh,
0: Jodie
1: Foster. Jodie Foster. She's also, no, she's those two look and Jodie Foster Come on, no. were like the same no. person. Like no. I don't think I know what the people <laughs> look like.
0: All the people that can play an elf in a woman elf in Lord of the Rings, they all look the same. <laughs> what? Uh, Basically, any like Steven Tyler. I actually really understand what you Like Steven Tyler's daughter with sharp features. Yeah, Liv, yeah. Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Yeah, come on now. So, um, and anybody else? And who she's plays the an only elf? one. No,
3: Tilda Swinton is in there, isn't she? She definitely looks elfy. Yeah, she uh, doesn't quite fall into that
2: one. Oh, snap. who Joker plays Glad? Glad How do Loki look the same? Loki, right? Like
3: if you weren't
0: paying close attention, you're like, that's the same person.
2: Yeah, I can believe it.
0: Um, who is it? The guy that plays Ted Lasso, and is it the guy on The Office, or no, the guy in The Hangover? Oh yeah, I always, yeah. Think those I two always guys get those two guys
2: confused. Yeah. Wait, Jason saying the guy that plays. Yes, Andy, Jason I'm Sudeikis yeah. and
0: Ed Helms. They, yeah. they Ed sometimes Helms. in my what? head get mixed up. Get
2: <laughs> Wait, was Jason Sudeikis also the dude in that movie? Uh, were they fake to be the, they faking to be a family, but they selling weed. Not <laughs> in this <that movie. laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. He's an R. How do you not about? see any
0: movies, but that's,
3: that's the that's movie California you've seen? <laughs> <when> <laughs> nobody's even we heard know, of it. We know it with Jennifer Aniston
2: in it, I think. No. Nope. Uh, uh, with the horrible bosses. Like, yeah, with. Oh, like, oh, you're getting oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Wait, Him and your boy from The Hangover, right? Yeah, they look the same. Yeah, yeah they're, they're like the same person. Yeah, I used to. Okay, cool. But they have very different energy, right? Yeah, they have one's a bit more snarky.
0: The other's a bit more square. Mark Wahlberg and Matt. Donnie Wahlberg. And who? You think Mark, Mark
3: Wahlberg some... and Matt Damon look alike? No. A little bit. Matt,
1: Matt Damon... Wahlberg and Donnie Wahlberg look alike. <laughs> Matt There's a Fat Damon. Less out than there. Matt Damon. You do you know Fat Damon, Jesse Plemons, the guy? No. He was like in oh, Breaking I Bad. I love Jesse. Plemons. Oh, yeah. yeah, he, yeah he's, he's, a he's, a he's Friday iconic. Night Lights. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great he's, actor. Yeah. But he's Fat yeah. Damon, man. Right? That's kind He looks real. exactly like him with bigger but he's cheeks. Yes.
3: He's a great actor, man. He is one of the guys in Friday Night Lights everything
0: he's in. The, guy, the is, kid with the long hair sure. who wasn't really a kid, um, and he had like Timmy Riggs. And then let's go. Uh, and then, I feel like he looks a lot like other people too. <laughs> I'm always like, is that the guy, or not? That guy played the Waco guy, David Koresh. It oh really? Funny. Doesn't like Timothy Oliphant have like a a doppelganger?
1: Yes, Timothy yeah. Oliphant looks like a lot of people. I want to say,
4: and like he, Josh Duhamel could kind of fit like into Billy that Bob?
3: category. We just we just have the same people. This is like this is what most podcasts are. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, gonna be my my new mentality: is everyone else is... sucks and I'm just spiteful.
1: Is that a new mentality? Yeah, fair enough.
3: <laughs> who plays Gladriel in the Lord <laughs> of the Rings? Oh, is that
1: Tilda Swinton? It might as well be. Kate no, Blanchett? it's Cate Blanchett.
3: Oh, okay. That's C. Cate Blanchett looks like a lot of people. Yes. yes. But she's also got really like unique features also. She's great in that Thor movie. I love that character.
1: I used to confuse Charlize Theron with some other blonde who I can't think of right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're bad at this S- game,
3: guys. South African legend Charlize Theron. She's awesome. Um, she's Afrikaans.
4: God,
0: who am I thinking of
3: that looks like Liv Tyler? All right, it's one thirty.
4: Steven Tyler,
3: (laughs) (laughs) the lead
1: of Aerosmith, that is who.